Welcome to Ben. Blockchain Education Network. The largest and longest running network of students, alumni, and professors excited about blockchain across the world. A podcast for students by students, sharing their vision that anyone, regardless of wherever they are in the world, will be able to use blockchain as a vehicle to create wealth for themselves and their communities. This is Ben. The Blockchain Education Network. Hey guys, welcome back to the Blockchain Education Network podcast. My name is Ben. I'm here today with two very special guests, Daniel and Luis. You may know them from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having us. Great. This is Daniel. Uh, thank you for having us, brother. So we're here at Decentral Miami 2021. And uh, I want to find out, you know, what, how, how the hell did you guys get here? What brought you here? What's your experience in crypto? You know, take it away, guys. So we're here at Decentral representing MetaBots. We're the ambassadors for MetaBots, MetaCoin. And that's how we got here. Yeah, yeah so we're the ambassadors for uh, MetaCoin, MetaBots. We're here in uh, Decentral representing the coin. We're going we're gonna to have a, a mobile game and Android in about... We're going to have the beta testing in about a week. And everything goes well with the development. And you know, uh, December 25th, we're going to have the game going live. The game, uh, the game it's going to be my brother and I. We're gonna have actual characters in the game. From from yes, and uh, one's gonna have a machete, one's gonna have an axe, and they're gonna battle. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's genius. There's a lot other care. It's not just us. There's gonna be a lot of other characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the but you know you know how it is. We care. I we care about ours. No, I mean I'm sure the other ones are cool too. You know, but hey, ours are ours. You know. We're gonna get a little bit more general here. So, what what do you guys do after college? How do you get into acting? You know, because I'm sure there's stories there and you guys are brothers as well. So acting was funny. Acting, acting was an accident, really. People might say that, but so yeah, acting, acting was funny, man. Acting was, was an accident, really. And people say that a lot, but this time, truly, truly, it was an accident, especially for this guy. Yeah. You know, when he started acting, you guys know it was his first job ever. Breaking Bad, first job ever, ever, never yeah. been behind in front of the camera ever. I had been acting for about seven years. I had an audition. I did the audition. But the breakdown said we need two brothers that look alike. And it was only me. But I couldn't bring him because he was not an actor. And when you're in California, you're in the acting world, you cannot bring a guy that is not union into a union job. So I couldn't bring him. I couldn't do Not even if I called Barack Obama, whoever was present at the time, I couldn't do it. So I did not. I went, did my audition. And then the lady was like, you know what? Mm, they, they need that. I said, hey, Louis, how's everything? Tattoos? Any tattoos? Yeah, I actually have a new tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah, my brother did it. And they were like, hmm, your brother? Huh? You have a brother? I was like, yeah. Does he look like you? I said, no, he's not that good looking. But yeah. So they said, no, you have a brother? He's yak. I said, no, he does not act. And I said, but you know, they thought about it. Like, really need him. You know what? Here, there's two scenes for you guys. Bring him in tomorrow. And now you wonder, two scenes? What two scenes? We don't talk. Well, the two scenes that we did was when Gus met Walter for the first time at Pollos Hermanos, you know, when they had that discussion about Jesse first time. That was th those scenes were the ones we did for our audition because our characters don't speak. So how are you going to audition? Hey, audition. And you're, and you're like silent, silent not even and just have an ugly face. Cast me. <laughs> so we did that. So then we did. He went into the audition. And at this, I know I'm not I'm making it short, but I didn't give you the story. He was so nervous. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he, he talking, he, he talking all this game right here. He's like, da, 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 da. over there that day. I was nervous. I was shitting my pants, man. <laughs> he was like this, bro. He was like, hey, daddy's like, da, da, da. and then the other. I, 
he was I messed up the first freaking time. nervous, man. Yeah. But remember this, first time ever. When you have an audition, you have to walk in a room. Like, let's say we're going to hold auditions, and we are the directors, all five of us. So the person's going to walk by himself right there. He's going to walk in. He's going to walk in and do a scene right in front of us with nothing, just in a room like this. The pressure is crazy. If you're not used to it, you're like, holy crap. As soon as you walk in, you're done. You're like, uh. No. No. Because he messed up. He messed up like three times. But they must have seen something. No, they did. They did. They did. Uh-huh. We, we did an improv after. Yeah, so I went in there. I messed up the first two times. And then the lady told me, okay, Danny, you, we know you're not an actor. But <laughs> obviously, right? We know you're not an actor. So just imagine the scenario was happening in real life. How would you react if it was happening? So that... That kind of gave me more of a sense of uh, how to do it. So I ended up doing it. Okay, great. So they told me, do it again. And then I did it again. They were like, great. Now we're going to bring your brother. We're going to do a little improv in Spanish. And then that was it. We did the improv in Spanish. And we talked a little after that. The next day, they called uh, the agents. And they said, okay, you guys got it for L.A. We're going to do audition in New Mexico. If if we can't find anybody in New Mexico, then, you know. Because they want the, the travel, the travel expenses, yeah. Oh, of course, man. Of course, it was a, it was a beautiful thing. It was my my first job ever. So he he's being generous, but truthfully, you know what I did the first time he worked? I gave him shit because he he was nervous. He was uh, on set. He was he was nervous the first day on set. You know what the first thing he said? So we got the job oh, like man. two weeks after that. They call, we're flying to New Mexico, bro. Bring it up again. We're flying to New Mexico, and the first thing we do is go to the. A desert, right? And they're taking us an event, and the per- the guy directing is Brian Cranston, which Heisenberg, the guy that you know Heisenberg, you know who it is. Well, Heisenberg is directing the episode. Go to the we get out of the event. He's the director for that one episode, but there was his three or one episode three episode uh, uh, season three episode one. So we go park, get out of the car, and as soon as we get out of the van, he's about man, I don't know, twenty thirty feet, whatever it is. He's in front of it, and we're walking to him. And this guy, the first thing he does, uh, man, this is what he does. The guy from Malcolm in the Middle. The guy from Malcolm in the Middle. I was like, you stop. And you mean, be serious. Don't you stop being serious. But the whole thing, when we worked the show, when we did the explosion, anything we did before he did it, I was in his ear. Like, you better do this fucking shit. Fucking do it. Get in it. This is going to happen. No, but you know, and me, I knew the the same the casting director told him and got him into, hey, think that this is real. I was doing the same shit, but I was not as nice. I was not as nice when I did. He was like, uh, and I was like, no. But yeah, then we did it and it worked out. First job ever. Boom. Yeah, I got one. So, yeah, I like to, I like to know more. First, I, re- I relate with that. Oh, that's the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. Because I just had that experience like a few minutes ago when you guys came in here and I was, I, I turn around not knowing who's there. I'm like, guys, guys, this room's reserved. You can't. And I just see you two staring me down and I have flashbacks and I'm not sure from where. I just have a general feeling of, okay, you guys can stay. But <laughs> but that was funny. But uh, ending up, you know, I mean, it was really interesting that you guys found your way into crypto. You know, I think that's a really incredible thing that like crypto is really for everyone. You know, I was in the space and since 2014 and it was a lot of like academics, very tech, very deep, not very user friendly. But now, you know, you look at all these like big brands, you look at mainstream influencers, mainstream actors, musicians, songwriters, like everyone's getting into it. And I think that really shows, especially for like the young people that watch our podcast, that whatever background you have, you can find a way that crypto can help you stand out. 
So, you know, can you guys talk about like what made you guys decide to want to get into crypto? Maybe how you heard about it? You know, did you guys did you see Bitcoin? Like when was the first time you heard about Bitcoin and were you guys secretly mining it or, you know, any any stories you have about that? Me? Me, to tell you the truth, I, I'm the newer one, but you know how it is. I'm the smarter one. I saw him and I used him as a guinea pig. And if things go good, <laughs> if things are good, then I'll jump in. Because it really, I was kind of like, you know, I'm the one that is really kind of like, ah, I don't know if I want to go do that. And, you know, I'm not the one that just jumps the gun and does No. So he did it first and he's been doing it for a long, long, long time. So he has a lot more knowledge than I do. But that, but, but babe, but in my mind, I said, he's going to be a guinea pig. If he fails, I'm not doing it. <laughs> And he did really good, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I started in uh, 2016, and like, pretty sure everybody like got rugged at least once or twice in their crypto experience. So I got rugged uh, on one project, and that kind of kept me away from from crypto for a little bit. I knew it was gonna be a game a game changer, but you know, after you get rugged one time, you have second thoughts about investing, right? So then I started doing a lot more research. I finally got into a few projects, got into a Metabots. Metabots, this thing is one of the best projects out there right now. I mean, play to earn and we're going to have our own, our own uh, character. So, and I really like what you guys are doing. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I can give a, a quick summary. So, you know, we're the Blockchain Education Network. We educate university and high school students about blockchain, all different kinds, right? Like if students want to learn to be Solidity developers, if they want to do DeFi, if they want to make NFTs, we educate, you know, whatever they want and in different languages too. So we translate our content into Turkish for our students in Turkey. We translate our content into Spanish for the students in Latin America. And what we really try to do is, you know, we try to emphasize that blockchain is not just a hobby. Like it can be a career. That's why we love coming to conferences like this and, and bringing students so that they can meet companies, they can network with people like you guys and and learn about Metabots, learn about your guys' backgrounds. And then, I mean, you know, depending on what your guys' goals are, like if you're looking for internships, you're looking for, you know, developers, you're looking for, if you have a platform, if you're looking for independent game creators to come and, and build stuff on your platform, I think the student audience is incredible because these students, you know, these are the students that were mining Bitcoin in their dorm rooms or, you know, their high school base, their mom's base and they get in trouble with their parents because the electric bill is so high. You know, these are the students that are just doing this stuff online. And so I think it's up to all of us to like help onboard them into this, you know, whether it's them joining our projects or our companies or starting their own even. Yeah. It sounds really good, man. So you know how they say, I, this is going to make me sound really important. Our people are going to get in touch with your people and we should do something. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> Makes you sound like Tony Montana, you know, some, some shit like that. No, but yeah, I mean, definitely a great project. We'll, we'll probably do something, you know, talk to Jonathan and we'll see, you know, what happens with him. So I just want to thank, thank Daniel and... Luis Monka. See, I, 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 I can have pronounced it like that for coming on the show. I'm sure we're going to do something in the future. It's, it's great speaking to you. I mean, not every day we get to meet the guys in Breaking Bad. So thanks for tuning into this episode of the Ben Education Network podcast. And we'll see you next time. This was another episode of Ben. Blockchain Education Network. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram blockchain edu and visit our youtube channel for more valuable blockchain content